Pulse Audio Podcast Network. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network. Who loves corgis has two birthdays and can drive without a driver's license? Not me, but I'm Emily, and that's okay. Welcome to Whining About Her Street, the women's history podcast where we whine about women from history you probably haven't heard of. And drink some wine while doing it, because you know what? We're adults and we can do that. Like I said, I'm Emily. I'm Kelly. Did you even wait five seconds? Oh, shit. I super didn't. I mean, like, you're the editor. I was about to count you down, and you were um, just like, guess what? And I'm like, You know um, what? Uh, I am I got really into it. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. You'll just move everything back Um, We got this. This is so professional. Anyway, uh, if you're wondering who does love corgis, has two birthdays, and can drive without a driver's license, it is or was Queen Elizabeth II, the longest reigning monarch in British history. And a badass. Who just, she just died. She's like 96 she years old. Which also blew my mind because my grandmother died in 2013, 2000, something like that. And she was 95. And I was like, oh my God, my grandma was born before the queen who's been alive forever for a million years. And I mean, lover, hater, she was... A definitely an interesting figure, and ex- Kelly Kelly no, telling me to shut up. No, I, I have something. To, <laughs> this is my. I have something to add after you. Oh, okay. Um, and while she's way too well known and way too covered for us to ever talk really talk about her on this podcast, I thought it'd be a fun little adventure to just list some little factoids. Oh, see, that, that was going to list my own little factoids. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Uh, feel free to add your own. But I'm going to start with my first one. She owned a house in Minnesota. I did not know that. Yeah, she owned a house on Cedar Lake. Oh, I know where that is. Yep. And she sold it in 2015. So Minnesota's pretty jazzed about her. <laughs> Governor Tim Walls, he actually ordered all the flags at half mast uh, as a sign of respect. Which I thought was interesting. And then, yes, she did not have a driver's license, but she was allowed to drive anyway because she's the fucking queen and no one's going to tell her what to do. Also, isn't her name on driver's licenses? It'd be like... Is it? I don't know. But I know that she could drive without a driver's license. I mean, I don't think the queen really ever drove herself anywhere. Well... Let's be honest. She could, she could though. I'm just saying... She could just she just pop off and drive around, you know, take an evening drive through the countryside. And she has two birthdays. Her actual birthday is April 21st. Um, and her official birthday is held on a Saturday in June. Just like whatever Saturday she chooses, yeah, I it's think. It's like a national holiday type thing. It's uh, because the weather is nicer. And I'm like, as someone who's born in the middle of fucking February, it depends on where you live. Congratulations! If you lived in the southern hemisphere, middle of February would be beautiful. I know, but I'm just like, you know what? Get it, girl. You change your birthday. Right. Well, it's like you know, sometimes you have your intimate family family birthday celebration, and then you have your rowdy friend celebration. Then you do that like one little thing for yourself. 
You know, it's it's like that, except she's changing the whole ass day. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. What are it also? Yeah, she loves corgis. Her corgis um, are have and will continue to live better lives than any of us could ever imagine. So they're going to live with the Duke and Duchess of York. Um, so Andrew and Sarah. Oh, yeah. the babies. Um, they're no, also was, cuter than we will ever be. <laughs> But that's, that goes without saying they're corgis. Her, her reign was 70 years, 214 days. Yeah, longest British monarch and second longest recorded monarch of a sovereign country ever. I wonder who the first is. No idea. You know what I think is interesting, though, is we, we talk a lot about even queens, you know, or wi- women in high positions or royalty who get erased from history. And she has, I mean, she's broken so many records. She's witnessed so much history. She's been a part of so much history. I will. I will say she. She is the longest recorded female head of state. Yeah. Well, that that I hundred percent believe. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you, do you have any other little no. factoids? Oh, I'm sure okay. I could find some. Okay. Well, that's that's totally fine. Um. Oh, one more factoid. Also, my source for this is NatGeoKids.com because I'm like NatGeoKids won't lie to me. So Queen Elizabeth II sent her first email, or first sent an email, yeah, in 1976, and published her first Instagram post in 2019. Wow. I didn't even know she had an Instagram. I didn't either. My question to that is, was it actually her, or is it just like the Queen's Instagram? Okay, even Kim Kardashian, all those people, they don't post their own stuff. Well, so I'm going to give it to it her. As her. See, I, don't. I give it to her. My source for the dog thing was CNN. Oh, go CNN. But yeah. Because I mean, she fucking loved those dogs. Oh my God. I, I got to respect that. I love those corgis. They were a part of the opening, opening ceremony at the London Olympics. Yeah. Like I, I remember seeing that and I just, I was like, it's the corgis. Ah! I'm like, the queen knows what I want, and it's corgis. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if the now king has any dogs. Oh, the now king Charles the third? Mm. I think it's third. Yeah. I want to know about all the royal pets, but none, and I mean none, will ever beat Emily Spinach, Alice Roosevelt's pet snake, named so after a spinster. he has... Um, the same dogs that uh, Justin's parents have. He has the King Charles Cavalier. That sounds King familiar. King Charles Cavalier Spaniels. Wow. Um, do you think he was trying to say something with those? Like, I may never be king, but I will have my King Charles's just running around. I and mean, now he's be king. Very, very surprised if he never became king. I would not actually. I was a hundred percent expecting it. I thought he might die before her. Because Actually, I didn't think she was on. ever going to. Like, the way the article was worded was weird. He may not own them. He, they are saying they think people are going to buy them because he t- he chose the name Prince Charles. Because you don't have to choose your own name when you ascend the throne. But you can. Yeah, and he did. Or you mean King Charles? Or, yeah. Yeah. And so people, I, though it was worded really weirdly. Oh. But yeah, apparently they think people are going to buy King Charles Spaniels because he is now King Charles. That's way less fun than him owning a bunch of little King Charles Spaniels. Being like, yeah, I'm never going to be king, but look at all my little King Charles dogs. 
I love that. I, I love that for him. That, See, I think that just sounds sad and depressing. That is my history headcanon. That was the way he expressed himself. And here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't want, maybe he's just like, so okay, they, I'll, I'll be king. But he wanted, he loves the dogs more. They have two Jack Russell Terriers. Oh, Named Bluebell and Beth. Oh, the babies. Oh my God. That's precious. But yeah, I don't know. I, I like, um, she's a historical figure, no doubt. And it's kind of crazy that we have witnessed the end of her reign. Yeah. We've witnessed the end of the reign of the second longest ruling, or no, the longest ruling British monarch. British monarch, yes. Yeah. God. She has so much fucking history, but she never saw the Vikings win a Super Bowl. Kelly's <laughs> Kelly's like, I don't believe you. Because when did she? Kelly's Googling. Yeah, we've never won a Super Bowl. Exactly. I'm like, we've been to the Super Bowl. We've been to the Super Bowl four fucking times. Never, we've won. never won. I was like, that's what I thought. I was like. I don't think anyone's seen the Vikings win a Super Bowl, Emily. Yeah. That, that was my face was like, have any of us? Not hey. not that she hadn't. I was just like, wait. Yeah, but what? she's been around longer than most of us. So I'm just saying, if anyone was going to see it, it was her. That being said, Vikings, this is your moment. Use this to fuel you. <laughs> it's more, you should have said that like last year when she was still alive. Be like, no, win so the queen can see it before no, she dies. No, because now they're like, oh man, we, we couldn't pull it out for Queen Elizabeth II. So now we have to come together. It's like when the star player gets sick and can't play and they're all like, oh, we got a band together. We have something to fight for now. Yeah, that's it. And the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl this year. They just had their first game today, and I am predicting greatness. And if I do not see greatness, I will be fine because I actually really don't follow football. <laughs> I just live in Minnesota. Therefore, I am consciously aware of the Vikings at all times. <laughs> they, they, I, oh, wow, they played the Packers in game one of the series. Oh, how they season. do. They won. Oh, they, they kicked ass. hey, do it for Queen Elizabeth. You know, do it for Minnesota. Hey. Where if Queen Elizabeth if had doing a home. It, if doing it for Minnesota work, they would have won by now. They clearly don't give a shit about us. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we are drinking some wine today. Emily's just going to take over the wine segment. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm segueing. Kelly is going to read the wine, but I'm just saying, if you're surprised, tiny if bottles. you're surprised that we haven't been drinking already... We you know, haven't. I shot a fireball like three hours ago. What the fuck? When, when did this happen? When you weren't here. Well, obviously. Why wouldn't you wait for me? Because? God, you would also let Jack go. You wouldn't let him on the door, would you? You'd be like, nope, here's I my mean, shot of fireball. Go freeze, kill bitch. me? No. <laughs> All right. Well, Kelly, what wine are we drinking? Um. So this is from... I. God, I don't even remember when I bought this pack. I talked about it. It's a bunch of mini bottles. Mm -hmm. It was definitely in spring because they're all springy. Um, so it's the... Oh, God. You okay? That was horrifying. I thought you broke the table. My bottle just fell over. Well, because the table is glass and the bottle is Dude, glass and it that, sounded a lot. If that very tiny, like, 
bump from this glass would break this table, I have concerns about the structure of this table. I would also have concerns about the structure of this table. Anyways, so it says, um, the Sauvignon Blanc has bright acidity with generous flavors, yet is light on the palate. The taste is very different from other white wines because of its green and herbaceous flavors. It is very well balanced and restrained. It has classic aromas of freshly cut grass, accented with notes of kiwi and citrus, multifaceted flavors of green apple and white peach with lemon and candied lime on the finish. I just love when they, like... Smells of leather, smells yes. of fresh cut grass. Like, I will why? say, fresh cut grass, like you go outside and you just go. I do like that smell. It's good stuff. I don't think I can open this. <laughs> no, like. Ooh, good crack. Here, I can open yours. Ooh. That kind of sounded oh. like my hand for a second. It sounds like your neck cracking, and that was really satisfying. All right. Wait, cheers to, um, to the queen. Cheers to the queen. Ooh, that was a good clink. That was a melodic clink. I am getting notes of fresh cut grass. I'm getting citrus. Ooh, I can actually really taste that green apple. I do not get fresh cut grass, though. Like, you, the, you, on like the scent. with no, it. No, yeah, I don't. Oh. Yeah, no, it smells like when I mow my lawn, minus the overwhelming body odor. <laughs> hey. I mean, at least you're honest. Hey. It's good. It's sweaty work. I like, okay. I like the green apple. I do like this. Um, the it, interesting it is thing, very springy. The interesting thing, it's 13.5% ABV. I mean, but it's tiny. I, no, I understand that, but I'm just, you don't usually see wine, especially yes. like a Sauvignon it's Blanc. Very alcoholic. Yeah, it, it's funny. My friend Jory and I were at the liquor store and we were checking all the bottles of wine to see what we the ABV drunk. was. Um, and it's really hard to find a bottle of wine that's more than like six or seven percent ABV. There are a handful that are like thirteen. Yes, yeah, every once in a while, that's what it is. It's like most are five or and you six, got a three, three to six. Yep. And then yeah, any other ones that are like above that, it's like thirteen. You gotta watch out for those. They're um they're sneaky bastards. They'll knock you on your ass, and you won't even know it because it doesn't taste like alcohol. It just tastes like juice. <laughs> And you're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Guys, you want to like all get naked and like run around the yard? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that's that's how you get when you drink too much 13.5% wine. Emily clearly has some um, issues. You know what? Maybe I just have life experience, Kelly. Apparently. Don't knock on my experiences. They've made me the delightful, charming, moderately well-adjusted person I am today. Moderately. Hey, I have a job. I have pets. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we're having fun because Kelly already oh, yeah. warned it's me. Very depressing. Her story sucks ass. It's very short. So much ass. Very short. It's the very worst sad. shit in the world. Nazis. God damn it. Did you have to do this? Yeah. Someone sent it to me. So I'm uh, like, yes. I, I, okay. I will say as much as I bitch about Nazis being our stories, it's not because we should not talk about them and how awful they were. It's just like, God, they just the fact they even existed. Just the fact that they're even a thing that happened that we have to talk about and still have to talk about is maddening. I might actually lose my shit. Should I just chug this bottle right now? I mean, you're not going to be able to drive home in, like, 
45 minutes. I can walk. It's good cardio. I'm wearing my leggings with pockets. I'm ready for anything. (laughs) And I have full range of motion. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Kelly's like, the second that this is done recording, you're no longer my responsibility. And I'm kicking you out of my house. (laughs) I'm going to bed. Yep. Oh, we go to bed together. Sure. Justin can sleep on the air mattress. Or, you know, one of our, like, three couches. Yeah. No, He. I don't care what he does. He, you know, he's an adult. He can figure his own shit out. But I'm going to be sleeping in our bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. Let's do this. Okay. So I'm covering Lepa Raddick. Okay. I, like, I love that name, Lepa Raddick. It, it almost sounds like um, an adjective, like... Oh my God, that is totally leporatic. I mean, it's it's a name. It's lepa and then radic. No, I understand, but I'm making it an adjective. Like, man, that's radical. It's leporatic. Sure. Oh, great. Let's do this. Uh, so she was born in 1925 in what was then Yugoslavia. So, you know. That Good old region. Yugoslavia. I know exactly where that is on the map. I also know the three major do you, cities. Do you actually know where <laughs> I Yugoslavia do not. is? It's uh, Eastern Europe. It is Eastern Europe. It is um, like, it borders Austria-Hungary. Like, it's, it's right against the Arctic Sea next to Italy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, I know the general area you're talking about. Yeah, there's like a little, the Arctic Sea is between it and Italy. Okay. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, I do. I know where Italy is. You're God. Like, so you're just picturing Italy and you're like this vicinity. Yes. Okay. Hey, um, I, I said Eastern Europe Eastern and I Europe. was correct. So don't you be being like, Emily, you don't know what you're talking about. I know a little what I'm talking about. Yeah. She would, So she would attend elementary school. She did. So she got an education. She had t- she attended elementary school, uh, went to one year of the Women's School of Crafts, and then, um, which I think was like high school. Mm-hmm. But then she switched to like a regular high school and finished out school that way. Um, she was a very hard worker, very serious, and loved to read, um, particularly like advanced literature. All right. Um, Book nerd, you love to see it. Um, she also really got into the labor movement, which her uncle was involved in. And so she like really became politically active and like kind of just like took up those the positions of the labor movement. Basically. But she's a child. She's not allowed to have thoughts, feelings or opinions on anything. It's not until she turns 18 that she's a viable human being and therefore can engage in political activity, ideology and action. Oh, well, then we can just according, stop. We can just stop this story. Yeah, according to she everything. She doesn't even get to 18. That's fucked. So that's we can, we can, fucked. If, if that is your viewpoint, we can just no, stop. No, that's not my viewpoint. I'm making a joke. God, Kelly. That was a bad joke. It was so sarcastic. It's, it's like whenever youth have an opinion, it's like, well, your kids you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was an age range. Like, you're a grown-ass adult and still spewing bullshit. Right, like, you're still a fucking idiot. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I can't believe you thought I was serious. No, I knew you weren't serious. Okay. I was <laughs> But see, th- this is my point though. It's like at what point do you suddenly are allowed to have opinions and to engage in political activism when it starts affecting you? 
which is immediately like, come on. Yeah, apparently Yugoslavia was fine with it because she became a member of the League of Communist Youth of Yugoslavia. Okay. So she like, they don't care. They can be politically active at any age. Um, she would also eventually go on to obviously join the Communist Party of the Like she, she upgraded um, when she was 15. They let her just fully join at 15. Okay. They, they don't care. And that was 1941. Oh, shit. You know what else happened in 1941? A lot of bad shit. Germans invaded Yugoslavia. Yay. So the Axis powers actually like renamed a chunk of that area, including Yugoslavia, to Croatia. Mm-hmm. Not really sure why. Like, because they didn't want to bother to learn all the actual like, no, country names. You don't need to get to be Austria, Hungary, Yugoslavia, and all these other countries. You're just Croatia. Yeah. Um, there, there were so many other countries to memorize. They just really wanted a consolidated general area. Yeah. Which did include like the town that she was living in at the time. So, you know, she's dealing with uh, Nazis who are bullshit. Um, and as I mentioned, like she was a dedicated communist, but all, her whole family was too. That was, they very much supported those ideals. So obviously when this new fascist government, which they called the uh, Ustasi Okay. Um, which were the people obviously supporting Hitler and the invasion. Um, like the, her family was in huge danger. Mm-hmm. Really anyone that wasn't e- either, you know, either willing just to go along with the fascists, even they were, if they weren't fascists themselves or, you know, fascists. Yeah. Like, but particularly communists. For yeah. some reason, fascists did not like communists because they're very much like share everything and, you know, well, and the, you know, her and her family are like card carrying members. They're, oh, yeah. they're politically they're very, active. They yes. don't really have the ability to fly under the radar at this point. So the, so the Usasi's ideology was built on Croatian nationalism, even though this was a new country. So weird. Um, and Roman Catholicism. The movement followed the racially the racial purity beliefs of Nazism, and during the course of its time in power, it would slaughter hundreds of thousands of Jews, Roma, Serbs, and communists. Jeez. This is where we're at. Yeah. Um, so they invaded in about April of 1941, and by November, so same year, um, the Raddick family was really starting to feel this hatred that was leeching through their community because of the Ustasi. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entire family would end up being arrested and jailed God. Um, by the end of 1941. Just prior to Christmas of 1941, and I found two different variants. Um, I found a variant that said that uh, the whole family was able to escape, and I found a variant that said it was just Lepa and her sister. Okay. Like, Lepa, like the country at, or the prison? The prison. Oh. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Um. We know for sure Lepa did. The amount of people in her family that also escaped is... It varies. It varies. Exactly. So it was the partisans that came and helped them and others escape. And they were quick to join the armed resistance against the Germans. Not shocking. Yep. So the partisans that helped save them um, were one of the major, um, two major... Uh, resistance groups against them. So the two major resistance groups in Yugoslavia at the time were the, the Chetniks and the partisans. Um, the Chetniks were uh, like Serbian remnants of the Yugoslavia army. Um, and they wanted, they were kind of like 
the opposite. They wanted to create an ethnically pure Serbia. Oh. So they weren't really great, but you know, they, they, so they, they, the Chetniks really switched sides from time to time. They would support the Germans when it suited them or they would help the rebels when it suited, you know, Mm -hmm. but the partisans, so they were organized under a person called Joseph bros or Tito. Not sure why that was his nickname because it's badass. who was a communist, like hardcore communist. Yep. Um, and they would, the partisan par- party rebels would actually end up getting Joseph Stalin's uh, support once uh, Germany turned against him. Yep. Um, and so basically what Tito and the partisans wanted to do was create a unified Yugoslavia, regardless of eth- ethnicity, um, under a socialist banner. So them and the Chetniks would kind of work together, but they really clashed because, like I said, the Chetniks really wanted that, like, racial purity. Mm. And obviously that's a big deal. Yeah. It, you know what I think is interesting? Like, they're fighting... Are, okay, so are they fighting against the Nazis? Yeah. Or are they pro- no, the, bo- <laughs> both of these groups are the rebellions, though the Chetniks kind of sometimes supported the Nazis if it furthered their own goals. Yeah, um... I don't know. It's like they were kind of I like want, they were kind of like, well, who's winning? We're going to be on that side. Well, and it's like, oh, racial purity. I'm all about that, but not your be- like brand of racial purity. Yeah, like, exactly. no, I'm a cool racist. Um, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so Tito would, was said to be. I know this isn't his story, but you got to kind of understand the backstory. Yeah, he was said to be really cold hearted in the calculations he did because he he liked to provoke the Nazis. And basically, the the standard German reprisal for one of its soldiers killed was that they would kill 100 Yugoslavians. Oh, God. So this attempt at intimidation backfired because the extreme reaction of the Nazis became a powerful recruiting tool for the partisans. Basically, because the Nazis would threaten that, they would be like, oh, if you're going to kill one of our soldiers, we're going to kill 100 of you. And this, the yeah. Yugoslavian people were like, fine, we're just going to fucking kill all of you then. Yeah. Um, and Lepel was one of the people that would answer the call once she got out of jail, obviously. Aww. So having escaped the clutches of the Ustasi, Lepo would join Tito's partisans. Her first assignment would be nursing wounded partisans because, you know, you got to start at the bottom. Yeah. And she would eventually be It's upgrade, an important job anyway. Right? She would eventually be responsible for, like, moving in and out of, like, hot spots to transport the wounded out of the area. Um, so one in particular was the Battle of Naritva. Yep. Go for it. Um, and so she, she, and she did really well. And after that, she started kind of like they told her to help recruit younger people because they were like, we can't just have like the like adults like it's not going to work if we only have adults. Right. So uh, one of the quotes I found was, quote, but she also participated in every major operation in the area, including combat. So she was doing fucking everything. And she's a she's a child. She's like a teenager. 16. Yeah. Yeah. So in January 1943, there was an offensive being made uh, by the Nazis uh, called Case White. Okay. Okay. The Chetniks were assisting the Nazis to try to destroy the partisans. Okay. Uh, Lepa was given the job of evacuating wounded partisans from the city. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making. I'm just making sure we're. I want us all on the same page. Yes. <laughs> We're, we're wrapping up, which is I'm, sad. I am listening to um, the same podcast as you right now. Good. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> in February, uh, the group of refugees she was in and assisting um, was surrounded by the 7th SS Prince Eugen Division. Mm-hmm. Do you think Leppa was going to surrender? Like, just from every... Absolutely every, no. fucking not. No. No. She, she, was, she, she like, she, flipped the double burn. She's like, oh, she did. You. She did better than that. She emptied her entire rifle at the German troops until she was out of ammunition. And, and then, then she threw it. Probably. <laughs> and, then, and then she fought. So, yeah, she got captured, but she was like, you're not taking me quietly. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Leppa would not give up her comrades that... No, I guess comrades would still work. Yeah. Um, they would torture her for three days. Oh, God. Uh, in an attempt to get her to name, like, where was Tito? Who are the other partisans? Like, who have you been helping? Where are your hideouts? Like, any and all information. And she was like, no. Yeah. Do whatever you want with me. I'm not giving anything up. And she she did. She never gave up her comrades. She's, and she's 16. Yep. Well, she might be 17 now. Well, she she's a teenager, like... There yep. are teenagers who will, you know, rat out their best friends if their cell phone privileges are going to exactly. be taken away. She's reported to have said, quote, I am not a traitor of my people. Those whom you are, you are asking about will reveal themselves when they have succeeded in wiping out all you evildoers to the last man. End oh, quote. my God. Can you guess what the German response to her being like this was? Murder. Yeah. That's the that's the Nazi response to all questions. Yeah. Murder. So we get a little grim if you want to skip ahead a few seconds. Uh, so the German response obviously was a public execution because they're like, if you're not going to tell us what we want, we're going to kill you. Um, and they're going to make a big deal about it to try and deter other people. It's like, yep. hey, we'll, we'll kill this teenage girl. So as they were preparing the noose to hang Leppa with, um, she, she shouted, quote, long live the Communist Party and partisans. Fight people for your freedom. Do not surrender to the evildoers. I will be killed, but there are those who will avenge me. So she was hung on February 8th, 1943, at 17 years old. Jesus Christ. Uh, you want, like, my one fun fact at the end? desperately uh tito would end up becoming president of a unified yugoslavia after the war and oh he, my God. he would honor lepa with the order of the people's hero oh tito yeah oh my god so like this, this person that she put all her faith in did end up you know cut pulling through well and in a way she was avenged mm-hmm. you know the, the the nazis lost yeah they her, were pushed her whole out. i I, I will be killed, but there are those who will avenge me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also. Also, maybe don't Google her name. Um, Because yeah. there are pictures. Like, and I mean, it's not like a murder scene or anything, but it's still. it. No, it's a murder scene. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like blood and guts and gore and stuff like that. Like, it's, it is still shocking and hard to look at, but. You know, it's not a there, slaughterhouse. There are photos of her execution and actually... Both, yeah, both immediately prior and immediately after. And actually, I, I already made that mistake. Um, and I, I've heard of this story now that you... That I saw the picture because mm. I've seen the picture yep. before and it is very upsetting because she's... I mean, she's just, she's just so young. She is. And I just... She's amazing, though. Like, to have 
that much faith and belief in something and like uh, this absolute like this heroic fighting spirit that she at 17 years old she was like you can do whatever the fuck you want to me and I'm not gonna give you anything yeah god like I will say there is one picture of like as they're like going to about to put like the noose around her neck and she just looks fucking pissed she's She's like fuck all of you she's like She's very stoic. Um, she's not going to give them the satisfaction no. of showing that she might be scared. Yeah. So I, I wanted, like, this is a hard one. There's not a ton of information other than, like, you know, obviously stuff on other people. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to, someone sent this to me. My my sister-in-law, Caitlin, sent this to me. And I was like, you know what? I want, I wanted, even though it's short, even though it's super sad, um, I still wanted to like, I wanted to bring it up because that's like, people are like that. Like, that's amazing that she, she just, she was captured with her whole family. And like the second she got out, she was like, no, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen to other people. Yep. Well, and I think this is a really good example because she was not the only young person engaging in these activities. Right. Her her story and probably, you know, unfortunately, thanks to these awful pictures, has risen above a lot of others. Right. You know, just, oh, my God, this is a horrible picture. Who, who was this person? Uh, she was not the only one. Yeah. And I think her story is really symbolic of all of the others that we're never going to get to hear. In, in one of the articles I read actually, like at the bottom, they, they had like little factoids about other people from world war two. Yeah. And they named at least three other women that died before they were 18 years old for Mm -hmm. various like causes like this. Yeah. But I mean, you also have to remember like when they captured her, she was essentially protecting these people that she was trying to evacuate. Yeah. And that was another thing that like varied, like some it was some said it was wounded soldiers, some said it was like women and children. Either way, like she that was her job. She was trying to get people away from the Nazis. Yep. So when she got surrounded, she was like, "No, I'm going down fighting. No one else can. I'm going to protect these people." Yeah. And then even when they were torturing her, she's like, "No, I'm going to protect these people." This is just yeah. No, I mean this. There there are so many people who just had had this strength and this conviction for doing the right thing who didn't survive world war ii and it's just i don't know it's just a shame that we we don't have those people or they didn't get to pass those characteristics on to anyone else it's just yeah and and it's said that she was offered like a pardon like right before like right before after the days of torture like they were like we're gonna hang you but if you give us like names, we'll mm-hmm. pardon you. And I'm like, good on you, like that you didn't, because one, I wouldn't trust their fucking word at all. Oh, right. And then I'm like, two, like, that's usually when people break. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're like, we've beaten the shit out of you. You're tired, you're exhausted, and now we're gonna murder you. But you don't have to, you know, like, and I'm like, God, that's amazing. Like, especially at 17 years old, like people are always like, oh, 17, you know, oh, you know, once you're, you know, if you're under 20, you're, you know, you don't have the brain capacity to do things, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, no, that is, yes, your brain is not fully developed until you're like 21 years old. 25. Depends on if you're a man or a woman. Oh. Um, but, you know, like, yes, that is a fact. But... 
Like, that doesn't mean you can't make decisions. That doesn't mean, you know, you should be ignored. And, like, stories like this, like, really show that, like, to me. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't matter. Your age doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like I was saying before, we still hear this narrative that people under 18, even, you know, if you're 18, Mm -hmm. 19, 20, young people are not allowed to engage in activism or express their uh their feelings or ideals anything well because you're just a child it's like yeah, like you dumb said, adults you get to run the anything. world yeah the d- dumb adults get to run the world then smart kids get to have a say about it right you know like ugh. well and it's it's even it's even more frustrating when you have like very politically active like parents or or maybe not even politically active but people like parents that say something and then their kids become politically active and the parents are like they don't know anything and it's like it is because of you and what you're saying whether they're on the same side as, as you or on a different side as you yeah like they've been listening to you talk their entire lives they know things yeah Hey guys, we know times have been tough lately for all of us. And during hard times, it can be difficult if you don't have anyone to talk to or it can be hard to talk about certain topics. Being alone with your thoughts can be isolating. This is why we are sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen to and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Thank goodness. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is Amazon fast. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential, just like with an in-person therapist. You can request a new therapist at any time at no additional charges. If you want to talk to someone about your mental health, you can get a 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash herstory. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash herstory. Like, uh, just, uh. okay, Emily, you're, it's on you to bring us back up. <sighs> well, thank you for sharing that albeit incredibly depressing, but I, important I story. I pre-warn you. I know. And I will I, say, that's why I'm like, I have a little, the little silver lining, you know, Tito became president. He honored mm-hmm. her. And I, I love that because I'm like, how many, like the fact that he remembered her. Yes. And was like, no, this is important. Yep. No, I, and that's, that's good to see that she, she wasn't forgotten by him. Right. I do like that too. And I'm now like, she mm-hmm. won't be forgotten by any of us because- Anyone. How can you spread her around? Yeah, because that's just uh. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was Lepa. I'm really glad that I chose a less depressed. Mm, excuse me, a less depressing story. I'm I'm the, full of gas that's and rage. Thirteen point five APV coming back. Yep. It's wine, rage, and gas. Uh, Emily's taking like one sip. I'm like done. Well, I I decided I don't want to walk home, Kelly. It's dark already. It's I 8 p.m. and it's dark. I can make Justin dark. drive you home. Uh, then I have to get my car. Exactly. I got to yeah. work tomorrow. Fuck that. I'll be a responsible you, adult. It's a screw top. You can just bring it home with you and get drunk when you get home. That's illegal, Kelly. I no. would never do that. You, you put it in the back seat where you can't reach it and then you get drunk when you get home. 
but you're not supposed to drive with any container of alcohol that's been opened, and I would never do that. Can't you have it in your trunk? You're not supposed to. Pretty sure. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was within your reach. If that, Clearly if it's, I if it's unopened, wrong. if it's unopened, it's not supposed to be within your reach. It should be in your t- trunk. But even if it's not in your reach, if it's opened, because then they can't determine like, well, when were you drinking that? You could have just tossed it in the back or something. Yeah, I mean, but they. I mean, if it's in your trunk, you cannot do that while you're driving. This is a very tiny bottle. I can throw that shit fast. <laughs> anyway, let's stop talking about how to break the law. <laughs> Because today I am going to be whining about Queen Kenetret. And her name is not French. It but is, sounds French. It is spelled like every French name. So I, I looked up multiple pronunciations. And it was all like this Kenetret. Uh, C- so what is it? It's spelled C-Y-N-E-T-H-R-Y-T-H. No, I meant you said it's not French. What is it? Well, I, I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm crafting a narrative, I Kelly. I'm crafting a narrative. Okay, fine. So we are traveling way back to before like 798 AD oh. when a gal named Kenetret was alive. We don't know anything about when she was born or her upbringing. It's likely that uh, she was the daughter of King Penda, a 7th century king of Mercia, an Anglo-Saxon kingdom in present day Midlands of England. I'm a little drunk. Can we call him King Panda? Yes. Okay. Yes, we can call him King Panda. I we was actually, know it's wrong, probably, we're, but we're choosing, at, was, my, at my request, to call him King Panda. Who was that one? There, there was one person where I was like, no, this You're is like, not this their is name. name. I don't remember anymore. Yes, and this this guy is now King Panda. So, King, I, I actually thought about trying to find, like come up with a nickname for Kenetret, like that was a little easier to pronounce, but I was like, you know, no, because we, we don't do those that for the other women right. we cover. This is her story. She deserves to have her actual name but, butchered by me, but, her, but he is King Panda. Her, her potential father is King Panda. We're not talking about him. He's, exactly. got, he's got a great wiki page. Go read about it. So King Panda was a well-regarded pagan warrior king, and when he died on November 15th, 1655, yeah, we know when he died. Of course. <laughs> we don't know anything about Kenetret. Um, a writer of the time said, quote, his destruction sounded the death knell of English paganism as a political ideology and public religion. I feel like that guy was like, I'm going to take a course on how to write dramatically. He was incredibly dramatic, and that's how he spoke everything. I'll take a half pound of the mild cheddar. No, not that mild. No, thin. Sharp cheddar. Thinner. (laughs) Thinner! So thin thin I can see through it, man! I want it to basically be transparent. (laughs) Make my cheddar Swiss. (laughs) I want those holes. Give me those sweet cheese holes. <laughs> oh, okay. Sweet, sweet cheese holes. We fucking need this. All right. So, Kenneth was likely a pagan, just like her father before her. And this was a tough time to be a pagan as Christianity was sweeping the Anglo Saxon world like Beatlemania. Except Christian. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this- Except Christian and. More kneeling, less fun, way less, less fun. fun. A lot more less murdery. Bowl, less bowl cuts. You know what? 
probably not because those yeah, monks I'm were like, in, shit got real. Those monks loved a good bowl cut. That, that's true. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the murder. No, no. There, there was definitely more murder when Christianity yeah, swept yeah. the Anglo-Saxon there were, world. There was only like one murder for the Beatles. <laughs> Oh yeah, kind of yeah. Because John, well, because John Lennon was shot, yeah. but um, the other uh, George Michael, he drowned. Yeah, but I don't think that was murder. No, no, but I'm he he died tragically. Oh, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm saying it was one murder. Yeah, one murder. That's okay, right. one murder compared to lots. A, and the Beatles did not do the murdering; they were the victims. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the Roman Catholic Church did like. The Crusades. Yeah, <laughs> this is was a bad okay, time. Anyways, okay, let's talk to more about. Let's talk more about how the Beatles and uh, Christianity sweeping England were exactly the same and also not the same at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down for our uh, drunken. Oh God, our drunken. I don't remember what we were gonna call it. Our what? When we get drunk and just talk about a random topic. Oh, okay. Oh, are are we going to talk about Christianity yeah, versus no, the Beatles? I'm writing it down as a potential topic. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, anyway, so Christianity sweeping sweeping the Anglo-Saxon world, and this put her at odds with Charlemagne, the first Holy Roman Emperor, who most of us are likely related to, and most of us probably recognize that name. Yes. Charlemagne, my darling, Charlemagne. It's parody, so you can't sue. Come we at me, like, no blue money. eyes. <laughs> so Charlemagne, also dead. Well, I mean, he's got an estate. He's That's got true. he's got lawyers. If you're rich enough, your lawyers will he's fight for you long after you died. <laughs> so Charlemagne was determined to Christianize the Saxons, and any who refused would be executed. Because someone clearly glossed over commandment number six: "Thou shalt not commit murder." But it's a look, I guess. You know, it's so fetch. Yeah, it's very fetch to murder right now. Everyone's doing it. So he was not messing around. In 782, he ordered the execution of 4,500 Saxons, which is now known as the Massacre of Verdun. Okay. Super, yeah, so he's a fun guy. Charlemagne? Yeah, he, oh, he yeah. murders and fucks. Those are the only two things he, like, knows how to do. Did you not know much about Charlemagne before this? No, I, di- I actually oh, did, okay. like, no research into him. Those Good. are the only things I know about him. Mur- he murders, murders fucks. and fucks. Done. I, this isn't his story. No. So after King Panda's death, many converted to Christianity, including his sons and at least two daughters. R.I.P. King Panda. Yep. And the two daughters that converted were said to be saintly and perpetual virgins. But I bet they still had lots of babies, (laughs) but they're still virgins somehow. Mary style. She has like 16 kids, but she's never had sex. Oh yeah. Deaf virgin. Cause virginity is real. That or they just like locked them in a tower and they were like, they're virgins. Like, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah. So, uh, however, Kenetret, uh, would not convert. Instead of just killing her though, Charlemagne put her adrift on a boat to her death Wow, Charlemagne, that's a that's a new level. Ah, uh, buddy, I'm not your buddy friend. I'm, I'm not, not your friend, friend pal. Like that I'm is what I'm imagining. Buddy, <laughs> all I can imagine is yeah. setting them afloat on an ice trip. <laughs> and just imagine her on her little ice floe, just yelling, "I'm not your friend, buddy." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so instead of dying in the big blue sea, 
Kenneth's boat wash up on the Welsh coast. Um, which is like the opposite side of the island. This, yeah, it's fine. Let's not worry about it. Geography. It doesn't matter. She was discovered and taken to Ofa, the king. Ofa? Ofa. Ofa! In, in Wales? O-F-F-A. Well, these are all Anglo-Saxons. I know, but this like is, Wales is in England, isn't it? So is where she is. I know, but... I don't remember there ever being a King Ofa of England. I'm sorry. C- can you recall your, you know, six to 700 AD Welsh royalty knowledge for us, Kelly? Hold on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let me Google it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So this is also a town name, which oh. still exists in Wreckham County Borough, Wales. And if that sounds familiar, it's because Ryan Reynolds just bought the Wreckham football team uh, and is oh, making yeah. a show about on Hulu. Which, quite honestly... Uh, that's weird that he's making a show about it, but I, okay. Okay, I saw the trailer for it because I went to the movies and I apparently we're having trailers for Hulu series on at, at, at yeah, the theater now. now. Um, but the whole thing was like him and his friend bought this football team. They're like, we have no idea what we're doing. Ha ha. And I'm like, you are so fucking rich. You don't have to know what you're doing because one, if this blows up in your face, it doesn't you're matter. fine. It doesn't matter. This yeah. isn't like you spent your last $500 to invest in your startup. You're fine. Also, you can pay people who know what they're doing. I love Ryan Reynolds. I, I love do. him. That's a dumb movie concept, I am, though. It's a series. It's a TV series. Oh, and I am Christ. not invested in Ryan Reynolds buying a football it's, team. It's like they're trying to recreate... Oh, God, I can't think of... Like, you watched it. I know you watched it. It was like... They had, like, the fa- Fantasy Football League. Oh, the league? The league. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like they're like... I know it's not what they're trying to yes. recreate, but that's what it makes me think of. You know what I mean? Like, where they're just like... Ugh. Like, it's that kind of, like, funny buddy... Where they're like, don't know what they're doing, but, but this they is, like, but this is real, and it exactly that's why it's weird. Yeah, like it's just rubbing your rich. Like I never, I I'm sure he didn't pitch the idea. I'm sure someone pitched it to him. Oh, he a hundred percent is. But I'm just all like, about this. It is. I'm sure he's all about it. But I'm sure, like, I'm sure he didn't go into it going, I'm gonna buy a football team and make a show about. it. I'm sure, like, someone was like, hey, why don't you make a show about you buying this football team? Um. I really hope so, because honestly, it makes me not like Ryan Reynolds as much as I used to, because I'm like, it just makes you look like one of those people that's like, look at all the money I have. Yeah, I'm, I'm not invested in super rich people, like, taking faux no, exactly. financial risks. I'm like, because it's not. Like, it might be for your buddies, depending on who your buddies are that invested with you. You know they're super rich, too. Or if they're not, he's just, he. there's a good chance he just bought it, and he's just like, guys, could you want to... Go in on it with me. Yeah. Like, oh, it just makes that. I'm I'm getting I'm, real heated about yeah, a show okay, that I've never seen. And um, we don't care about. We're not here for that. Here's the thing. If this is actually a really good show and we have it all wrong, let us know and maybe I'll get drunk and watch it. Because it's still Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he's hot. Pre- I just stare at him for a he's while. He's just so funny. He's charming. He's pretty. God damn. Anyway. <laughs> Kenetret didn't buy a football team <laughs> when she reached King Ofa. Instead, she approached him and told her story of persecution. But she may have changed some of the details because she also claimed to be from the royal house of Carolingian, which was the same as Charlemagne's royal mm. house. So I think she's being like, yeah, I'm like soups Christian. Regardless, King Ofa was smitten with the adrift princess and married her. Mm. Upon marriage, Kenetret adopted the name... Quindrita. I'm not calling her that. Can we call her like Quinn? Nope. 
Okay. Because Kenetere is like the one she's known by. Okay. And she converted to Christianity, which seems weird because that's why she was set adrift in the first place because she May- wouldn't. See, maybe she just really didn't like Charlemagne. I mean... I bet he was just this massive fuck boy. And she's like, hey, Christianity sounds great, but I hate you. I mean, from a lot of things I've read, yeah, that is exactly yep. what Charlemagne was. Um, although she was apparently still a practicing pagan on the low low. So this may have just been like a very ceremonial thing. Like every cr- Catholic ceremony I've gone through yeah. in my life that I didn't understand because I was too young to know what the fuck was going on. So there are mentions of Ofa's wife throughout literature and other writings, including Beowulf, though she's usually, she usually goes by different names depending on the source. Mm-hmm. But in these writings, she's regarded as, quote, sinful but reformed. Oh. Or a girl set adrift, which all lines up with the, this her. reputation, yep. this backstory that Kenetret has. So the church was super jazzed with this union as they saw it as pious, unlike Ofa's pagan predecessors. They're like, okay, yeah, we're starting clean with a good Christian marriage. So Kenetret begins to appear in the historical record more after the birth of her son, or her Shock- oldest son oh. and daughter. But still, shocker. Yeah. Uh, Shocker, she starts appearing in the record once she produces an heir. Yeah, well, it's mainly because she starts bearing witness to charters in 1770, okay. like, with but her still. kids. Yeah. Um, Come on, history. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're fulfilling your duty as a human woman and bearing children. Well, now we care about you. Right. So she did have a total of five children, which I'm like, I'm surprised it wasn't more. She was regarded as, uh, she was regarded as Kenetret by the grace of God, queen of the Mercians, and wielded quite a bit of power. One one scholar called her, quote, controller of the royal household. So it seems that she had more power and influence than perhaps previous queens or more than anyone may have expected of her. Uh, and at very least, she had influence over the king, and there is some suspicion that maybe she just kind of, like, controlled him and was like, hey, look at these sweet titties. Let's go to war. <laughs> are these the... Are the is this war. the bosom you'd go to war for, baby? <laughs> anyway, her power and influence was made apparent when she began printing coins with her name and face on them, making her the only known Anglo-Saxon queen to do so. There is speculation as to whether the coins were in general circulation or she like printed them and then gave them directly to the church. However, mm-hmm. they are very similar to other coins that are in the general circulation. So it's likely that, you know, I could buy a bag of chips with Queen Kenetret's face on it. Because they had chips back then. Of course. Doritos. They didn't have Cool Ranch yet. Uh, But it was a simpler time. It was a simpler, sadder time. Plain Doritos? Yeah, just regular plain cheese dust covered Doritos. (laughs) So despite Senatret being reformed, allegedly, she still had an edge to her. Ethelbert was king of East Anglia. Also, Ethelbert. Ethelbert. Oh, that is a very English name. Is a very well. It's not spelled that way, but this was the most. This is kind of like the anglicized version. Yeah, and I just I went with it because he's not the main point. Oh, it's a dude. This is a dude, Ethelbert. Oh, is that one name? Yes, Ethelbert. Ethel. 
Bert. No. Ethel's a great name, though. We got to bring that back. So Ethelbert was king of East Anglia, also known as the eastern part of England. So like on kind of the... So she was born in the middle. Mm -hmm. And and now she's on the west. And this dude's on the east. Look at me knowing geography. So there aren't a ton of concrete facts about his life. Not surprising. But we do know that he did exist through the coins bearing his name and face. Much like our dear sweet queen, Kenneth Uh, Though it was these coins that also drew the ire of Ofa and the sweet queen. Ethelbert's kingdom was under Ofa and Kenneth's control, and him minting his own coins was a way of asserting independence from the king and queen of Mercia. And it was was not a good look. And there was a bunch of other stuff going on. But the coins were a big part of it because yeah, it's it's a very huge. visible show of like, oh, sorry, I know you have money with your face on it, but I'm going to make my own money with my own face on it. I'm going to make my own club and you're not allowed. <laughs> Basically. So for this and other. So I'm going to make my own country. And yes, exactly. So for this and other, you know, rulers can't play nice reasons. Ethelbert was put to death by beheading. And this wasn't like. This, there wasn't even a mock trial. He was on his way to visit his fiance. He was literally kidnapped and murdered and like just thrown in a ditch. Ooh. They dug a hole, buried him. I don't know if they ever found this guy. That's not good. It's it's super seedy. Yeah, that's super messy. So while his murder is attributed to Ofa because he's the king, it's also said that Kenneth convinced her husband to dispose of the rival king or may have even dispensed the orders herself. She's like, bitch. I'm over here printing money with my face and name on it, and then you're over there trying to copy me? You fucking poser. (laughs) Uh, For his trouble, though, Ethelbert was canonized by the English church as a saint. Shocker. Yeah. Although they also, you know, canonized. Actually, it wasn't the English church that did this, but... The Roman church? The... I think it was the Roman Catholic Church canonized Olga of Kiev, who murdered just a fuck ton of people. So let's not... Let's take that with a grain of salt. I don't think anyone in this story is like a great person. <laughs> so it's important to note that Sentret's reputation as a scheming, bloodthirsty, and power-hungry bitch may not have been well-earned. <laughs> a royal woman's role during this time was to bear heirs and to act as peace weavers. So this meant that they would be married off to rival kings and princesses to secure peace between two kingdoms. And this is a trope we're very familiar with. And this allowed women to have some political influence, but but it was largely ceremonial. Kenetret exerting actual power which is evident from you know, her That's coins, huge, yeah. like coins having her face, and then even her presence at these uh, at these events in the historical records yeah. that may have rubbed people the wrong way because she's stepping out of line. Shocker! She could have been seen as overly assertive as best and a scheming monster at worst. Even Kenneth's daughter Eber, uh, it's a maybe yeah, that's Eber. a name we don't bring back. Edber. E-A-D-B-U-R-H. So I'm going to say Eidber. I'm going to call her Edie. Edie's I like Edie. It's not her story. So Edie would also inherit her mother's reputation. Um, I didn't get super into like how legit this was, but she was definitely like thrown to the wolves. And her... We're going to take a side trip and just tell Edie's story because it's also fucking nuts. Nuts. So she marries the king of Wessex and allegedly killed him on accident when he drank from a poison goblet that she meant for someone else. 
So like a dark sitcom. <laughs> like, oh, oh not God, that it's, glass, it's, honey. It's days of our lives. Yeah. Meets everybody loves yeah. Raymond. <laughs> so this unforgivable yet perhaps accidental act led to no other woman being known as queen of Wessex. They're like, we're just, we're not doing this. The king can get married, but we have no queens now. <laughs> so to avoid pro- God, that one woman okay. fucked it up for can, everyone. Can no, I just say, you know that she told him 10 damn times. That is not your cup. That is your cup. Do not drink out of that cup. Did you hear me? He's like watching full like, yeah, babe. Yeah, totally. And then just mindlessly gla- grabs it and drinks it. You know she told him. Yeah, and him. you know, like, halfway through the cup, he had that, like, realization, like, shit, this was my cup. Oh, well. Yep, yep. Did No fucks were given. And so, then he died. Yep. Then, then a fuck was given. Like, a very tiny fuck. Baby fuck. Baby. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> tiny fuck. We'll go back to that. <laughs> 13.5 ABV. <laughs> so to avoid prosecution, she fled to Francia, which is not just a cool way to say France. It actually encompassed most of mainland Europe at this time, which would have included France. Yep. But that's simplistic. Um, where she had the chance of marrying Charlemagne. Yes, this dude pops up back up again. Because if there is How a... How old is he at this point? If there is a woman to fuck... He is there. He just shows up. It, it it's like it's like if you're horny and you're like, oh man, you don't even have to say his name three times. He just appears, like ready to ready what a up? bone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you? Doesn't matter. Yep. So apparently, while taking refuge in his court, Charlemagne had the hots for Edie, and as a test, because that's not toxic at all, he asked her if she were to marry him or his son. Like if she had the choice. Would she get down with Charlemagne or his son? So red flags all over the place, super unhealthy. She replied that she'd choose Charlemagne's son due to his youth, which if her job is to pop out heirs, and also Charlemagne might be like an old nasty man by now. It all makes sense. How old is this man? Yeah, just saying this. She made the right choice, but this was not the answer that Charlemagne wanted. And he replied, I hate this quote because it's so gross. Had you chosen me, you have ha- would have had both of us. But since you chose him, you shall have neither. I'm like, are you pimping out your son, sir? Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, that's just gross. like. Well, as long as I know she wants to fuck me more than you, she can fuck both. Like, what is happening? right? Like, it makes it sound like I'm gonna I'm gonna marry you or something to my son, but I'm still gonna fuck you. Or like, yeah, no, it's it's gross. Great, 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 job, great, 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 grandpa. I'm pretty sure Charlemagne, isn't he a saint too or something? I, God, I hope fuck, not. Fuck, I hope not. He's the patron saint of, oh, impotence. He's the patron saint of impotence. You uh, say his name so. three times, you get a hard on. <laughs> okay, anyway. Then Charlemagne made Edie the abbess of a covenant, and there she got down and dirty with an English exile and was expelled from the monastery and died as a beggar. So who knows how much of that is true? It might be true, but if it's not, it's definitely that whole story is fed in by Kenneth's reputation of being this kind of like scheming, you know, "Mm, I'm going to get what I want. 
So whether it was well-earned or not, Kenneth Red earned a reputation as being powerful and not someone you'd want to mess with. And that's probably why after her son and husband died in 796, she entered a religious order and became an abbess of a monastery in Cookham, Cookham. which is, yeah, or Cookham. I like Cookham better. I, it makes me hungry. Mm. I love, yeah, I want some ham. I want some Christmas ham. Uh, this is in modern day Berkshire, England. So, though this might have seemed like a step down or a way to keep her safe from vengeance, she still maintained control over the church at Bedford, England, where her husband was buried. So, she was, like, making the rules while she's off in this monastery abbasing about. And Kentret lived until around 798. She may have lived beyond that. We don't actually know that she died or how. So, she might still be alive. Ooh, definitely. Just saying. She and uh, Ella Hatton kicking it in the spirit world. She's just ascended. So while we don't know many details about Kenneth's life and reign, the fact that coins bearing her name and face indicate that she held significant power and influence during her time. Hell it's, yeah. And this is really cool. It's possible we may find out more about her or at least her life or even the world that she lived in. In August of 2021, archaeologists discovered a monastery in Cookham, Cookham in Berkshire that dates back to Queen Kenneth's reign. And they have discovered food remains, pottery, a bronze bracelet, a dress pin, other artifacts of the lives of the monks and nuns who resided there. And when was this? This was in 2001. So I don't know if they would ever be able to like find her remains. Like, but they can learn more about that time if they find more stuff in the because this area. is in the same area and from the same time in the same environment in yeah. a monastery that she was allegedly lived out the last you know days, that's years, exciting. seconds of her life. So that's really cool to me. Also, it just kind of gives more credence that like yeah, okay, this monastery definitely right. existed. She totally could have been there. But yeah, Charlemagne is not recognized by the Catholic Church as a saint. Sweet. He was technically canonized under an emperor, but the Catholic Church is like, no, he's not a saint. Cool, cool. Good to know. I just remember there's that big thing because like his skull is somewhere. Uh, I mean, we love, we love a good relic. That's we love a good weird. saintly relic. Weird. So yeah, Human beings, weird. that. I, I, that is the story of Queen Kenetret. And that was kind of my tribute to it. the Queen of England because she yeah. was a queen in the same area, but a fuck ton of years ago. But still worth remembering, still worth talking about. And she had her face on money, which we know is always badass. Hmm. So thank you. Yeah, thank the you. Queen Kenetret, the, the drifting queen. I like that. The drift, the drift queen. The Drift Queen. Drift Queen 3. Even driftier. All Kenetret. All the time. All Kenetret all the time. Oh, God. So, Kelly. You can't handle the Kenetret. Kenetret? Yes, she Kenetret. All right. Care to try some Kenetret? I don't know. I like it. Can a threat? She's a threat. Gonna make your pussy wet. Yeah. <laughs> How do you spell that? I want to. Is there like any photos or paintings of her? I okay. Um, there might be. I don't know if there's there's pictures of her face on the coin. So it's C Y N E okay, C 
Y N E T H R T H R Y T H. Ofa Amenensia's wife. Come on, internet. Yep. <laughs> Come on, internet. Do better. I mean, there's there's a few. There's like a H- English history authors blog. The thing is. I've found a lot of those will just use an illustration Generic. that might actually be attributed to something yeah. someone else. So I'll probably just use the picture of her face on money because yeah, that's, totally that, that, that's one of the main reasons we know about her. And we know that she was real because otherwise, I mean, I don't know how many of these details are factual. And there were in my in my research, there were a lot of like, well, it could have been this. It could have been that. And so what I decided to do, especially because this was so long ago, is just to go with the version that seemed to make the most consistent narrative. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully I pronounced her name well enough where, you know, someone else who's covered her isn't like, Emily, what you the bitch. fuck? God damn, stop I trying. No, I, th- I thought it was really good. Thank you. It was a nice uh, palate cleanser. Never stop trying, Emily. Never stop penetrating. <laughs> yes, I penetrate. All right. What is it? Can't stop, won't stop. Kenneth won't stop. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, true. All right. You know, we'll, we'll keep true story. We'll keep no we'll, glory. We'll up, we'll, yeah, we'll come up with a better catchphrase at some point. We'll, we'll workshop this. It's fine. So, Kelly, yeah. what are you thankful for, my darling? Um, I'm just thankful. I had I had a really busy week, but it was like a fun week. So I'm I'm thankful to like kind of be able to do stuff to like wrap up the summer. I got to go to our state fair, uh, and and the Renaissance Festival here in Minnesota, which is actually a really nice Renaissance Festival. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. Like I got to do a lot of you know, f- early fall beginning like beginning of fall end of summer things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to do a lot of summer th- like summer things. Like we didn't go too, but like you did. But we didn't get to do our annual tubing trip or anything like that. Just because I'm so busy and life, life, life happened. Um, so yeah, like the fact that I'm now, like things are kind of settling more into a routine and I'm getting to do stuff more. I'm just, I'm really thankful for that. What about you? What are you thankful for? Um, I also got to go to the state fair, which was a ton of fun. Uh, Separately. We did not go we, together. We did not Emily go together. Like me you know what? We, um, yeah, I, I, we, we said this before and we're not even joking. Kelly and I hate each other. We only friends. pretend to be friends for the podcast. I hate this bitch. Seriously. Fucking hate her. <laughs> I love the, you so the much. Mike shut off and I we're love just you like so get much. the fuck out of no. There, there are actually no words. We only speak on this podcast. <laughs> I just I just point my finger and you know it means yes. get out. No. We love each other. We uh, are, we we are friends. We promise. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Totally. Um but no, it was a lot of fun. Tried a lot of fun foods. Uh really, I mean the company was great. It was just I got to pet a lot of it. I pet some horses and some goats and some cows and some bunny rabbits. I just saw the goats and bunny rabbits and they oh were Oh my adorable. god. They I wanted so to take cute. one home. So many of the rabbits were for sale. Okay. And I'm like, I want one. We went to the the Air National Bazaar, which is one of the few places at the state fair where i'm like i really want to go and look around like i really like the stuff they have there and there was um an a yellow alpaca sweater Mm -hmm. and it had like you know little alpacas or llamas or i don't know what it was supposed to be um on it and it was so cute but i was like oh my god this sweater is 65 dollars not today but then we went to see the bunnies and there was this adorable little black and it looked like arthur if arthur was a rabbit this is a little black and white bunny and with the pedigree, he was $150. There were some of those but rabbits this, that were like $35 fucking dollars. But this, those shoes are $300. That rabbit's $35 fucking dollars. Let's get him. 
Um, everyone listening is too young to fucking understand oh, what 100%. that was. Look up shoes. Okay, just do yourselves a favor. <laughs> anyway, shoes. but this one rabbit was only 75 without the pedigree. You know, I don't give a shit about that. No, it's like, I'm not going to breed this rabbit. But the thing was, I was like, this rabbit is only $10 more than that sweater. And I feel like I should leave here with one or the other. I did not get the sweater. It will haunt me forever. So where's the rabbit? Um... You said you feel like you should be joining us Where today. Is the fucking is rabbit? The rabbit? Let me pull it out of my little jacket. I, well, I no, I didn't. I didn't they get make, anything. Like, weirdly good pets. Like they're not. It's not the same as owning like a cat or a dog. Rabbits are not that interactive. Oh, they I can know. be. Like you can hold them. You, like they'll cuddle you and stuff. But like it's not quite the same. But I loved having a rabbit growing up as a kid. Yep. I, I was gonna say. Un- unlike uh, pretending had- she knew about all of the Anglo-Saxon rulers of like the 700 ADs, Kelly does have experience with rabbits. I did. I owned three <laughs> growing up at separate times. Yes. Um, and ours were all outdoor bunnies unless it was like severe weather or freezing out. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a friend that had like a lot, a big, a big one. Like we always had the minis. She had like the the big full size like Dude, giant. Some of those rabbits are bigger than my cheese. Oh yeah, like the big Rex ones. <laughs> yeah, um, she had one of those like with the floppy ears, and I'm like, and it lived in her house. Yep, and it was litter like you can litter box train rabbits. Yep, like and it was cool. Like I'm like I don't think I'd want a rabbit in my house because they they have to all rodents have to chew on things to yeah. keep their teeth from growing, and so I'm like I just. I can barely contain my dogs and get them to not chew on things. Yeah. That's not going to happen with a rabbit. Their brains are small. You know what? About once a week, I have a come to Jesus moment because I follow a lot of the local pet rescues on Facebook. And I'm like, I can't handle another cat or dog. I can't handle another cat or dog. And then I will send the listings to my friends saying, tell me I do not need this cat or dog. They had a a puppy that got returned because it was too energetic. Oh, what the fuck? That's kind of... They didn't say that in their post, but that's kind of like, you could tell. They said it without saying it. it. Yeah, it was heavily implied. Jesus Christ. Um, Because they even put it like in quotes. They were like, the owner said, quote, and I'm like, ooh. Um, They're pissed. (laughs) Oh, they are. Because they're like, why would you even adopt this? Like, it's a puppy. Yeah. If you want a calm dog, get one of their senior dogs. They have several. There are two universal things about puppies. They're cute and they're a lot. Right. And generally, they're going to get bigger. Yep. There's three generally universal things. Uh, it depends on how old the puppy is, if it's going to get bigger or not. But, like, if you're buying, like, a n- fairly newborn puppy, it's going to get bigger, even small ones. Anyways, I forgot my... What was the original tangent? Um, We were talking about having come to Jesus moments while looking at rescue animals online. Oh, yeah. And I really, I just, I really wanted that dog. Because I was like, it's already been abandoned once. I can love it. I didn't, I, I didn't even bring it up to Justin because I already knew he was going to say no. But like in my head, I'm like, I want it so bad. My most recent moment, there is this black and white cat. And you know I'm a sucker for like cow cats. Um, it was really old. any cat, it was, to be honest. I think Emily. his name was like Horace or oh. Howard. Or... Every time I see like senior animals, I'm like, I just want to take it home so it has somewhere to live. Well, that that's what they're asking for. So this cat has been returned to the rescue multiple times for oh. various reasons. Like one time the owner got too old to take care of him and others. There were, but basically this cat, like they're just like, we just want a house for this cat to live and die in now. Right. We don't even know how long he has left. And this cat looks rough. I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, my God. And I'm like, I could do it. I could totally do it. Because, like, 
it's not like it's a 20 year commitment. Right. It's maybe like a two year commitment. Yeah. And I'm like, but God, like, can I, I, can I, need I to do it? can I handle a senior cat? Cause they have other, I'm like, you know what, Emily, it's not your time. You have three animals that needed homes. Right. Like it's you're, just, you're you. doing something. You're doing something. Right. All right. <laughs> like if it was you and a roommate or you and a significant other, like, it's different when there's two people. Oh, yeah. Even though I can't even, at this point, I can't even convince Justin to get a third dog. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good with two. And I'm like, well, when you're ready. <laughs> super oh subtle. I'm super yep. subtle, guys. Well, you know, when you're ready and uh, you'll I, be ready I when I show up with ready. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, when you're ready, you don't even have to ask. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> uh, Well... Yeah, thankful for the state fair. That was a lot of fun. Also thankful falls here. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for pants. I'm ready for cute fall outfits. I'm not looking forward to what comes after, which is why right. I just I'm really need it. to enjoy this. Someone said the W word the other day and I was like, do not say that. Yeah. Um yeah. no, but we've had like all my classes started again. So, you know, we've been having like the dumb it did my name. But like a lot of them were like, Tell me your favorite thing about fall or like what are you looking forward to most of all? And both times I got asked that question, I'm like, fall. All of it. Yeah. Like, I love, it was super funny because somebody else in the group was like, fall is my least favorite season. I'm not looking forward to any of it. And I'm like, Shh. and then they were like, I live on a farm. And I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more. Because they're like, it's so much work. Oh. Because fall is like, liter- like you spend all fall just prepping for the winter. Okay. Because I was just going to be like, who hurt that person? And can we all donate Living to their therapy? Farm. <laughs> <laughs> the um, farm hurt them. <laughs> but yeah, like it was super funny because Every time I say that, when they're like, what are you looking for to fall? I'm just like, fall. All of it. I want to. Everyone just laughed. But it was funny because one time I, I I exaggerated and I was like, except for the pumpkin spice. I'm like, I have nothing against pumpkin spice and the people that like pumpkin spice. That's not what I'm saying. I just do not like the flavor of pumpkin. And it becomes so like all encompassing. Like literally everything is pumpkin flavored. Yeah. And that is like the only thing I don't like about fall is just because I don't like pumpkin flavor. I'm personally incredibly, I fall I want to do something outdoors like a nice fall hike I want to yep I want to do the orchard thing some haunted something and something spooky I would love to do the haunted trolley ride this year if we can that'd be pretty sweet we could do that on like a Friday evening yes that sounds awesome well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Why About Herstory. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure our ending tangent may have been longer than one or both of our stories, but it's fine. Just look forward to fall stories yeah. as we do things. So thank you so much for listening to another episode. Like us on Facebook at Whining About Herstory, Instagram at WAHpod, Twitter at WAH underscore pod. Our website is whiningaboutherstory.com where you can find our merch which is sweet and you should buy some sweet AF sweet AF. We also have a Patreon where you can donate for as little as $1 to get a bunch of bonus content, including we're going to start doing, um, drunk some drunk rants. ramblings. If you have any good ideas for like, I feel like we came up with a name, but I do not remember it. But if anyone has a name, Oh, I texted it to you. I know. But oh, I we're just gonna call it whining about. Yeah, and then we're we're gonna pick a topic every month and, and just get about it, and bitches. we're gonna get drunk like properly drunk. Um, but if you and do then have a better bitch name, about stuff, we can always we can always change. Like the how name. the Beatles and Christianity are the same, but not it's on the list. <laughs> Rate us five stars wherever you listen. It really helps us out, and it costs you nothing, and makes you feel good. And it makes us feel good. It makes us feel super good. Do a little happy dance. I'll twerk for you. 
Give us five stars. I'm gonna we'll make a reference. We'll twerk for positive reviews. Will, I'm gonna make a reference, and I don't. I know. I'm pretty sure you won't understand it, but maybe some of our listeners are. Emily, will you twerk for trees? I will always twerk twerk for trees. Okay. Twerk twerk for trees. Don't twerk don't. for trees. And <laughs> we'll twerk for trees. I can't fucking do it. Well, thank you. Let's put this episode to a merciful end. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Whining About Her Story. I'm Emily. I'm Kelly. Have an empowered day. Bye. Bye. Go twerk for trees. Fuck for twee.